Hey guys, and welcome to a thrilling episode of Three Shows in a Book. I'm your host, Liz. And I'm the other one, Shiloh. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing Bullet Train, which is a brand new ish yeah, movie. Release, right. Which is not our usual thing. We're not Thank on the God. Ball this often. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, right? It would get expensive real quick. It really would. Um, All Star Cast. Um, Going with the theme, mm-hmm. yep. Movies that were once books, yep. Movies how they based hold on them. books. So, uh, in, to go along with that, I actually read the book *Bullet Train* by Kotaro Isaka. Um, so I will be chiming in with what actually happened versus what the movie says. And to go with that, we are back on track with some *Dragon Fire*, and today we're going to be doing *Pink Lemonade*, which is at six point. Oh, percent alcohol, <laughs> which we discovered two things. First of all, after the episode last time, um, Liz was looking at that bottle and I think it was 13%. Yes. And it was hidden just at the top of the label, like off to the corner, kind of horizontally. Yeah. And it, written. Was, it was only like a shade darker than the background of the bottle. So right. it was really, really hard to find. It really was. And then also the game she was talking about is called Skittles. Yeah. Skittles is the game. It irritated me until I remembered. Yeah. So, yeah. It must be a Midwestern thing because <laughs> I had never heard of it before. Yeah. I don't know about that. All right. Let's pop this bottle and get into this movie. Woohoo! Did you chill this bottle? It feels... You know I chilled feels it. feels a little cold. I always chill the wine. That's how Ugh. I roll. All right. So, talk about... The book? Yeah. I will talk about the book. Okay. Jesus. So I know. Look, it's gonna explode and kill us all. I'm oh a little I'm a little afraid. <laughs> I'm honestly scared right now. It's oh. hurting my hand. Oh my god. So the book was originally published <laughs> in twenty ten um in Japan as Maria Beetle, which is the name of uh, Brad Pitt's character. I can't this. this is uh, let me move the glasses. I'm afraid. I, it's like, okay, so then the plastic, not the plastic, this foil Metal. yeah, is like twisting at the same time that my hand is. So, so it's apparently like, pink lemonade is the hardest bottle to open. Holy shit. It's Jesus. like, it's in there. Did you shake this thing up before you got here? I, you know I did. <clears throat> Always. You want to try? No. <laughs> That's a hard no. Do I need to call my husband? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Would a, would a cork? Like a, a screwdriver? That's what that's called. Would the screwdriver work on that? Anyway, so published 2010 in Japan, um, called Maria Beetle, when it was translated to... Oh my god, she's using her teeth. When it was translated... I can't look. Translated to English... There it goes. Uh, in 2021... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they changed the name look, to... See, I the got it train. Oh my god, you guys. This is... <laughs> like she's literally gnawing the cork off right now. Oh, oh, oh my god! I have never ever seen anything like this, and I am one hundred percent taking a picture of it. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, uh, we've never quite had a wine bottle like this. Oh it's, my god! Um, it's a little bit much, honestly. Oh, here it comes. Oh, here it comes. There it goes. Uh, All of that. And it wasn't even that dramatic of a pop. That's a, honestly Fuck me. Holy shit. Balls. That was a tough one. This one smells more alcoholy. Well, that's good. 
then the other one's dead. The other ones were very much candy-like. They were Kool-Aid. Glug, glug. Yummy. Mmm, it does smell alcoholic. Mmm, get a swig of this. And we 100% have to kill that bottle, which we know we will. But Yeah, um, oh yeah, for sure. It's good. That cork is not going back on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm not sure I really necessarily taste the lemon part of it in the lemonade. I don't know. It's more like cotton candy than anything yeah, else. Yeah, I don't really taste the pink lemonade. I mean, it's good, but it doesn't... It's like a, it's like a pink starburst almost. Yeah. It's not, it's not lemonade, mm -mm. but it's good. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it again. It's, it's good. This one's oh not my God. favorite. It, well, none of them have been. Mango favorite. has been my Ma favorite. Mango is definitely the Mango rocked it. far. Yes, yeah. it was delightful. In fact, when I was in the store getting it, some other girls stopped and were looking at it. Um, and I was like, um, get the mango. It's the best. There you go. They did not get any of them. They went and got the anthrop whatever the one we had last time and did they really they did and i was like mm, growing up wine mm. i bought that off of uh amazon fresh it's literally and had it delivered because so i i didn't want to <laughs> leave my house <laughs> these these wines are literally like when you go in the door the apotheca yeah. or apothic and the and the dragon fire are literally right next to you as soon as you walk in the door so the dragon fire like yeah when i went me. last time and i got Sparkling. the dragon fire for us um I, I was like two. I mean, it was my quickest trip into jungles ever. Yeah, right. ever because you could just swing right around right. and get in the check. The register right is after right that. there, yeah. right, it's literally on the other side of the divider. And I don't like how they've now made that side there. Yeah, I don't either. It's it, a pain to get in and out of. It really is. It is. And I, like, I'm not. A fan. It, like, and a line always forms there. It always gets. So long there. Ugh, yeah, return. they need to expand that area because that is the other entrance to the store. Well, yeah, they need to move the alcohol, well, the liquor bar part of it to the other side of you know. Yeah. So that way, more by the event center, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of right there, because yeah. then you get all that traffic. I don't if know. If you're listening, Jim, here's what you need to do. <sighs> it's true. Yep. Hire us. We'll we'll show you the flow. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> we'll walk you through it. We'll work for wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe some cheese too. Definitely some cheese. I and like the cheese shaped like animals. It's like you know, usually sharp cheddar, and it just comes in all different shapes. <laughs> little cow, little yeah. mouse. They have them like a, a dolphin and a giraffe and like. <laughs> It's I so cute. It. It's so pretty. It is. <laughs> I think one rotted on me because, you know. Because you couldn't eat it because it right. was so pretty. It's so cute. Oh I couldn't God. bear to cut its little head off. Aww, I, I know. Nod right on it. Well, they're covered in wax. So oh, it's ooh. it's like a it's like the bell yeah. cheeses. Mm -hmm. Baby bell. Yeah, the baby mm -hmm. bells. It's yeah. like that. It's that same kind of wax. And then they just decorate the wax to make it look like the animals. Sure. Okay. Okay. Diversion. Wow. Let's go. All right. What? I just went. It's your, your turn. You get to talk. Anyway, so the movie was on. I got it on Amazon for five ninety nine. So did I. There you go. It was on several other platforms as well, but it was five ninety nine on all of them. So I just went with Amazon. They've already got my dates. It was easy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All-star cast, 100%. Yes. Um, 
yeah. couple of guest stars in there that yeah. they just kind of credited right yeah. they just throw in randomly like i, I loved it um yeah the <laughs> the one who was on the train was fucking hilarious yes like, yes so good is this where the sex acts happen yeah. <laughs> is this a sex thing yeah oh Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so it starts off in a hospital, mm-hmm. and you see a father and presumably his child that's in a hospital bed, and he's hooked up to all kinds of machines, and there's beeping going, and then, you know, there's a cartoon on, and then dad's flipping through the channel, and all of a sudden, uh, news is on, a giant snake has been... A st- boom slang. ...has been stolen from the zoo, and he turns that off, and... You know, um, at this point, you know, he gets a phone call and it is his father. Well, his father comes in. Does, is it his father who comes in or is it a call? Oh, he does. Yeah. He comes in and he rearranges the flowers Mm -hmm. real quick and he's like, you know, what kind of father are you? Yeah. That you're not. That you weren't there when he got pushed off the roof. Right. And the son doesn't really say a whole lot about it. Um. It's not really said in the movie, but in the book, the son is an alcoholic. Kimoru oh. is an alcoholic. Okay. And that's kind of... So that makes... That would that would why, make more sense. Yes. Because here, it just made it look like Grandpa was an asshole. Yes. Like, fuck I mean, you, he, guy. He was definitely um, very hard on his son in the book as well, but it was... Because the guy was a drunk. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that makes more sense. Like, I wish they would have kind of kept that aspect of it. But Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was... Well, but they... You don't get too much backstory on him, though. Right. Yeah. There was a lot more backstory on pretty much everybody. And, I mean, you know, it makes sense. It's a book. 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 So you can get into it more. How many pages? It's so funny because, well... It's hard to say because the only version they had was holy shit versions. <laughs> yeah. How far so, did you hold that from your face uh, to be able to see like, it properly? <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely at arm's length. But the large print version is uh, two thousand pages. No. <laughs> yeah, six hundred and sixty-one pages actually. Um, you know, it was it was a very quick read. I read it in an afternoon. So in regular print, you're looking at probably 250 pages. Something like that. Yeah. Because that's definitely like... Super large. Right. Very big. Yeah. Very big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of the whole situation. Um, we find out that the boy, whose name is Wataru, mm-hmm. Wataru, um, was pushed off of a roof. And that is why he is in the hospital and he's on, you know, respirators and the whole nine yards. So he's in pretty bad shape. Also, if you're not a person who doesn't like to read subtitles. Yeah. um, This movie may not be for you. There's a lot of scenes where they're speaking different languages. Um, This whole opening is in Japanese. It, and I mean, it takes place in Japan. The bullet right. the bullet train is in Japan. It is. Whoops. Fun fact, the bullet train goes 200 to 275 miles per hour. Actually. That's what I had written down. I looked I, it up and it said 320 kilometers, which works out to about 200 miles an hour. Well, so Either way, that will become well, yeah. relevant. 200 to 275 miles per hour. There you go. Yeah. That's what I said. You hit the high end. I hit the low end. I said 200 to 275. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you said 275. Jesus, Shiloh. Eat a bag. Which was a great part in the movie. Yes, did it you was. catch that? I did. I did. <laughs> I laughed out loud. 
Um, yeah, so, um... Also, I must mention that the budget for this movie was $90 million. Which makes sense. I, I mean, mean... It's got bullet trains and big names. Right. So. Huge, huge names. And I think this is the, the largest budget movie we've we've seen yet. I don't know. I feel like this is the biggest budget. I've been kind of jotting it down here and there because I like to see how much they made afterwards. And this one, they did $239.3 million, which, you know... I would have hoped for a bigger outcome with that ninety million. Well, I mean, that's not very big. It's well, but it's different now because box office is no longer the key demographic, right? Because people just wait till it's on streaming, streaming, mm-hmm. <laughs> screaming. It's streaming, and then they buy it off of there. Like me, I wasn't going to go to the theater and watch it, and I sure wasn't going to pay twenty five bucks when it first came no. out. So here we are getting them for five ninety nine. Right. So I think those numbers are a little bit misleading because... Months after. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's still in theaters as far as that goes because you can still buy it off of streaming. Um, yes. So then we cut to uh, Ladybug. Uh, who's I Brad Pitt. love Ladybug. Yes. Ladybug was my spirit animal. <laughs> Ladybug um, is hilarious. So Ladybug is a... He's returning to the workplace after some sort of event has caused him to go right into therapy. (laughs) And Barry, his therapist, um, has been kind of teaching him new coping mechanisms. Instead of violence. Right. Let's try some other things. But Maria is like, no, honey, Barry doesn't know what you do for a living. So his information, his teachings to you are not helpful. Yes. So... Um, Ladybug. In the book, his name is Nanao. Um, Which doesn't even translate over into what they said was Japanese for Ladybug. Right, which his name is Nanao and they just call him Ladybug. I and see. it's explained a lot earlier in the book why okay. he's called Ladybug. Because the seven spots on a Ladybug are supposed to be an emblem of the seven sorrows of the world and the ladybug carries those on its back and flies away with them so that other people can have other luck. people can have luck and that's kind of how you see it a little bit in the movie and it's explained more so in the book how whenever he tries to do a job something bad happens yes but, but it's it not works bad. out okay right because <laughs> so, he talks you know. about that with maria too and he's mm-hmm. like he's like man that bellboy you know when i was you know taking those photos of that guy cheating and like <laughs> that he felt right cheating and yeah. she's riding him going i voted for you <laughs> <laughs> and then the bellhop from the other building jumps off of the building trying to commit suicide and lands on his car and he drives away with him on his car to get him to the hospital it is a fantastic scene yes and and the guy lives the bell hop lives he gets him to the hospital which maria is you know yeah pointing out always that you know things are bad things are happening but they always work out yeah it's always always it turns out to be good done you're fine right but he's just he's just you know and, and particularly he's he's into it a lot in the movie but in the book like he's just it's bad luck he has yep. bad he looks like a guy who is made for misfortune like he mentions that like he's just He's a yeah. bad luck criminal. And he says it all the time, too, yep. in, in the movie. Yeah. He's yeah. always like, it's just my luck. I've got bad luck. Like, yep. I don't even, I, I don't even know. I should just stop. I should quit. Um, then, on top of that, you know, so he's on the phone with Maria. And she is kind of describing, you know, a little bit about the job. Not too much about the job. And this is where he 
accidentally bumps shoulders with the father because yeah. he's describing to Maria, oh, I love this country. Yeah, the people's so nice. so nice. Well, not that guy. Right. His, his name is Kamara. And he bumps into him and um, out of his pocket falls, well, out of Ladybug's pocket falls the locker key as well as his train ticket. Which he doesn't, I mean, it, it shows a key and a ticket. You right. don't know exactly what it is yet or a key and a piece of paper. So you don't know what it is yet. But yeah, it quickly comes out that it's the key to the locker where all of the accoutrement that he's going to need for the job is. Yes. And then the ticket actually for the train. Locker number 523. I don't know why I thought that was important, but I wrote it down. Yeah. And, you know, it has everything in it. And one thing that stood out to me was Maria when she was like, you didn't ask for the sleeping powder again, did you? Yeah. You almost killed somebody <laughs> last time. You almost killed that one guy. And he's yeah. like looking at the powder and he's putting like, it in no. his bag, like, no, no. And I think I worked out the dosage on that anyway. Right. And, you know, that is, I mean, I love it. Brad Pitt did a fantastic job of playing this character um, who's kind of, you know, lost in his life. You know, he wants something more, but he's not sure what it is. And he's kind of at a crossroads with his profession. Yeah. So he does a good job because he's still trying to, he's trying to be a more enlightened person. Yeah. But yeah. also maintain his career. Yep. 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 I'm just looking at. So the locker didn't really happen. Um, In the book? Yeah. Like he already had the stuff. It was already on him. So the locker didn't happen, but you know, it was kind of good to give a little bit of a setup. Yeah. Um, the firecrackers, I don't think, happened. It was, uh, he had watches, like a couple of different watches, and he would, like, set the timers on them so they would start going off as distractions. And huh. It was a little bit different. Firecrackers would have been a bigger diversion for sure. Um, Which they only brought the fi- brought up the firecrackers, like, once, like, I mean, in the movie. That's it. That's you're all. only going to use them once. <laughs> well, I mean... So, anyways, he gets on the train, and the conductor is asking for the ticket, and he says, well, shoot, I, I lost have the, the I have the receipt. Here's the receipt. The receipt shows I bought a ticket, right? And so, the conductor says, you can stay on for one stop, and that's it. He's and, like, okay, that's all I need. Yep. Because originally, the plan is, he gets on the train, he steals the bag, and then he gets off at the very next stop. He's supposed to be on the train for, like, five minutes. Yes. It's, like, ridiculous. So, and he keeps saying, you know, well, this is supposed to be an easy job for me, right? Yeah, right. And like, simple. So, easy to break it back in. And then Maria breaks to him that he's covering for Carver. And he's like, oh, I'm second to Carver? That guy's yeah. a jerk. He's like, a dick. Yeah. He goes into, like, what an asshole this guy is. Yeah, he and kind of rants a bit about Carver. Yep. And uh, he's like, well, what are we, back in high school calling yeah. in sick from a job? Like, Carver what is has this? a stomach thing. So yeah. He called off. <laughs> it's funny to think about that. I wonder if he's got health insurance. Um. Yes. And so they also mentioned that the bullying, bullet train... Is 16 cars long, and it's one minute at each station. Ten are economy, and six are first class. Yep. And so I, in the front of the book, it shows the, the bullet train line. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight total stops. So I was wondering about that, because yes. in the movie, they don't really tell you how many stops there mm-hmm. are. There's eight total in the book, and it's not going to Kyoto. It's going to, it's going from Tokyo to Morioka. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names. Uh, Japanese does not come naturally to me at all. Um, yeah, so it's literally supposed to be just 
one stop is all he needs because he's going to get on and get off with the bag and be done. Yep. But that would be a very short movie. So, and a short book as well. So obviously it's not, um, it's not going to be that easy. So here's where we also encounter our next two. Well, first we see that, um, uh, the person who pushed Wataru, Wataru, I, I'm going to mess it up every time, is on the Think train. Think about Waterloo. Waterloo. Wataru. 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 Okay. Um, we find out that the person who pushed him is on the train. They have given Kimura a note that says, you know, I pushed your son, seat, whatever, car, whatever. So Kimura has got a gun and he is getting on the train to find this person and shoot them, which is not really how it happened in the book. He has to track them down and find them in the book. But the end result is the same. He's on the train. So you see that he's on this journey to avenge and take, you know, revenge for his son's attempted murder. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here is Ladybug, you know, looking for a simple yep, smash and grab. Yep. He's like, what am I smashing and what am I grabbing? Yeah, you know, basically. What's, what, what's going on here? And so she says, well, it is a briefcase with a train on the handle. And so he was like, all right, easy peasy. So he goes through and he's looking and he he passes by the next two assassins. Well, first, first he's pissed because he's like, I mean, how many people are on this train? And you got to figure like two bags a person and blah, blah, blah. how the hell am I ever going to find this suitcase? And then, yes, he goes by Lemon and Tangerine who are fucking fantastic. Their banter was amazing. Yeah? You gonna say something? Nope. Okay, great. Okay. So, um, Lemon and Tangerine are um, a couple uh, more of these kind of hard cases, dangerous guys. Uh, Lemon loves Thomas the Tank Engine. He watches it all the time. He basically, like, got all of his moral guidance and all of his people skills from watching Thomas the Tank Engine. He breaks everybody down into characters from Thomas the Tank Engine, and he will tell you who you are and why you are that character. Um, he has Thomas the Tank Engine stickers that he carries around with him so he can point out who you are and tell you about it. How was that in the book? It's very similar, and I was actually wondering if they were going to be able to get the licensing for Thomas the Tank Engine and use that in the well, movie or not. Shit, they paid ninety million. I know, they right? So yeah, so they did get the Thomas but, the Tank Engine is but, like PBS. Yeah, so. you have to wonder though if they really want their name to be associated with a movie like this, which I don't know. They obviously didn't have a problem with it. Well, no, because you know that's not a kids' movie. No. So for sure. uh, I'm sure a lot of parents that are watching that movie are like, oh, I see it. Like, yeah. you know, they can kind of relate because my son really loved Thomas. Like, yeah. that was a big thing. We had the whole set. My nephew did, too. The whole fucking set. God forbid couldn't. you lose one and you're just like, where's Percy? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I can't find Percy. If I can't find it before nap time is over, he's yeah. going to have a fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we always used to make my nephew say that he loves Percy because he couldn't say Percy correctly. <laughs> so it sounded like he was saying he loves pussy and it was hilarious. Sorry, boy. Um, yes. Yeah, so we find out that Lemon and Tangerine, first of all, they're not 
pleased about their fruit names. Particularly Lemon is not pleased about his fruit name. He thinks it's a dumb choice and he doesn't like it. Tangerine um, doesn't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, tangerine's no like problem whatsoever. It doesn't even matter. But it's lemon just lemon. It's stupid. He, so we find out that they killed 16 or 17 people in the course of their last, the last segment of their job. And this is the first montage of many that kind of show you... A little bit of their kind of backstory. Of everybody's backstory. They do this almost with everybody. Yes. And it, it is, it's fantastic. I love it. It was all right. It was, I thought it was great because they're counting. So they're having an argument. Okay, so first of all... Well, Their job mm-hmm. is they have this son of somebody named the White Death that they have rescued from kidnappers. And in the course of rescuing, they had to save him and the ransom money, which we find out is the briefcase that Ladybug is supposed dollars. to be getting. Yes. And in the course of this, they killed 16, 17 people. So they're bickering about the 16 or 17 people, and they go back through this montage that shows them in the course of rescuing this kid, and they're as they're going through, they're keeping count of how many people they killed. And technically it was 16 bad guys, but then a good Samaritan stopped to help, and their car exploded, and he died as well. So it and Lemon said, 17. well, we didn't do that one. Yeah, that wasn't our fault. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yes. So, yeah. And the son of the um, White Death is Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. No. He's not Bad Bunny. Isn't Wolf Bad Bunny? I think Wolf is Bad Bunny. Is that who plays Bad Bunny? Yeah. Well, no. Is, Bad Bunny plays. Is that who Bad Bunny plays? Yes. Because I thought for sure Bad Bunny was... We're Googling, guys. We're Googling. We're Googling. Yes. Anyway, so this the son that they've rescued is is quite a dick, really. He's got an attitude, and um, he's not very nice. So Logan Lerman plays the son. Yep, he's the wolf. Yes. Bad Bunny is the wolf. Yes. So, yeah, and he's kind of an ass. Um, then we cut to... Yeah, the son is like an entitled little shit. Yeah. Like, he's I was kind wad. of... I was kind of glad to see what happened. I was happened. not see to see. I was not sad to see him. Yeah. He's, you know, talking about how expendable these guys that just rescued him are and blah, blah, blah. And he's just. He's like, like do you think my dad cares about yeah. who you are? Yeah. You have to give him a reason not to kill you because he'll kill you for no reason whatsoever. Do you have any reasons? Yeah. And they're like, I mean. Tangerine's like, that's a confusing question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then it cuts to um, Kimura again, and he's, you know, walking down the aisle, coming up behind the person in the seat that is supposed to be the one who tried to kill his son, and he comes around the side of the seat, and it's a teenage girl sitting in the seat. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I thought you were somebody else. And then she tases him, and we find out that it is, in fact, her that pushed his son um and she goes by the prince because that's what her parents called her or her dad called her because obviously they wanted her to be a boy um and they're russian so and it was really funny because she kind of just 
she's like a sociopath. Like, she just admits to it. And she's yeah. like, yes, of course it. I fucking pushed your silly son down the fucking yeah. roof. And how yeah, else would I get you here yeah. on this train? Like, <laughs> exactly. God. Like, duh. Um, it reminded me of the show Killing Eve. Okay. Um, it's a great little miniseries. Well, it's not really a miniseries. They're on season four now. But um, <laughs> the... Maxi Mini? The main killer in that is um Vianette and or Vianelle and she is she's Russian as uh-huh. well but yeah. the way that her character was it just kind of like sparked a memory in me like oh it's just like Vianelle anyways yeah. anyway yes so we find out that the prince has someone stationed in the hospital with his son who um, is going to be checking in with her every 10 minutes. And if she doesn't answer the phone, they are supposed to kill. Um, in the Wataru. book, are they all different nationalities like they are here? Like, you know, we got the two British guys. We've got, you know, the Russian no. chick. We've got. No. Not the American. Really. No. no. Okay. No. Um, so this They're is all just where Japanese. The first, this is where the first big change came in. First of all, uh, in the book, the prince is a male. He's a teenage boy. He, um, his motives are completely different. Um, Kimura has kind of inadvertently thwarted the prince's plans a couple of times. He's not like some big wig. He's just like a sociopath. Which would make sense as to why they made a point to say, well, you work for somebody who works for somebody who works right. for yeah. the white death. Right. Okay. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Yeah. But he's like not, it, this is just a simple revenge thing. Kimura got in Prince's way and so Prince is going to teach him a lesson by killing his son. It's just that simple. There's no big, you know, I need you to do this thing for me. It's just... And he doesn't, ah. you know, she does, he, the prince doesn't tell him where to find him. He finds it through sources of his I own. see. Because he also, back in the day, used to be in the business, but he got out of the business. So he was also a Which bad guy. Which is different from the story. Time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which would make sense why he drinks in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So the other big change was we get a lot of backstory about the White Death. And how he has overthrown this former leader, uh, Minigishi. You get that in the movie, too. Well, but this is the big change. In the book, Minigishi has overthrown the guy before him. There is no White Death in the book. That is, White Death does not even exist. That's not a thing. It's Minigishi that's the main guy. And he overthrew the previous overlord who was like... I forget his name. Teratana or something. Okay. So, yeah. The White Death, that whole thing with the White Death is, it doesn't exist in the book. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The setup is basically the same. Okay. Like, he's, Minigishi is still kind of the impetus behind all of this, but there is no White Death. There is no Russian White Death. It's a Japanese gangster guy. Interesting. Yep. So, um, this podcast will take two hours if we continue the way that we're going. <laughs> anyway, so the prince wants uh, Kimura to kill the White Death. That's, but she knows that he's going to fail. And so she's just using him as a way to get close to the White Death. And what she says is, you know, the White Death has a bad habit of using the same weapon 
that his assassins are trying to use on him right towards them so naturally she's gonna you know do something have him have something that's you know like for instance the briefcase is now going to be equipped with something because she expects that the white death is going to yeah that kind there's of a couple of them. A bit later, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, to speed it up. So, but this, there's like, that's the thing with this movie is like, there's so much happening all the time. So, did you get the same feel that I did that this was like a Tarantino film? Uh, kind of. To me, it just felt like with Brad Pitt in it, it felt like he's been in so many of these like ensemble cast. Did it feel like the Mexican? So because I instantly thought of the Mexican of with Snatch. Sandra Bullock and him. I thought of Snatch. Hmm. Which was another one with him in it that was just very fast paced. There's characters all over the yep, place. Lots of it. crisscross, you know, all kinds of things mm-hmm. happening. Um, so then we cut back to Lemon and Tangerine. Um, <laughs> Tangerine is pissed at Lemon because Lemon has left the briefcase just in the baggage area. He doesn't have it with him. And the mob is calling them to see. Like, yeah, do you have him? Do you have the boy? Do you have the briefcase? Like, and they're like, I mean, yeah, of course. He's right here. We're professionals. What what the hell do you think it is? Yeah. So, yeah, they're, you know, they're like, where the fuck is the briefcase? So, Lemon goes to get the briefcase while Tangerine is talking to Alexi, the mob guy on the phone. Um, And he sees Lemon, like, throwing suitcases around and freaking out. And so he leaves the sun and goes back to the luggage area and they realize that the briefcase is gone and they're arguing over it back and forth back yes, and forth they bicker quite a bit and it's right hilarious. it is it's, it's really great really funny i i liked them um as so let's see here so aaron tyler johnson played tangerine mm-hmm. and lemon was played by brian tyree henry yes and they did a fantastic job. And they, they were, were so good. They're often referred to as the twins. Yes. And it's fantastic because they're not twins. They they clearly don't even look like each other. No. They're completely different people. And it is... Different um, races even. So... Yes. But they did grow up together yes. as very close, very... I mean, it looked like they had a yeah, very Yeah, I don't know poor, if they lived together, like, in the same house, if they were maybe... Foster kids. I don't kids. know. Foster kids yeah. adopted. Like, it was... They, you see a flashback of them as kids together, but it doesn't really go into any details on their actual relationship. Right. They're just watching Thomas train. That's right. Um, so they go to try to find the briefcase. They can't find it. They go back to White Death's son, and he has been killed in their absence. His eyes got blood. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> bleeding from the eyes. Yes. So, and yeah. Then you are back to Ladybug, who now has the briefcase, and mm-hmm. is like, okay, still on the phone with Maria, getting ready to walk out of the, you know, the next stop is coming. Yep. And the door opens up, and you see the guy standing there. Yeah, there's a guy standing there, and he looks up at Ladybug and just straight up attacks him. Right. And then, is this where we go into the backstory of the wolf? Because I thought that was pretty amazing. Yes. Yes. So, it says 24 hours earlier. Because because Ladybug is like, who are you? What is yeah. going on? Like, what? Why are you Dude, I don't me? even know yeah. you. He's yeah. like, I'm going to kill you. You bastard. You've ruined everything. And he's like, I don't... I, who the hell are you, dude? Mm-hmm. So, they're fighting. And it's a really good fight scene because um, he's got... The wolf has a knife. And... 
Ladybug has the metal briefcase. briefcase. <laughs> and, you know, so he's blocking all these stabs with the with the briefcase, and it's it's very high action. It's a really good chase. Um, so the wolf's background is yes. that he is basically like this, I mean, he's just a hired guard for this yeah. mob. or He's another bad guy. Uh, he's yeah. kind of like an assassin. Well, guard assassin. Yeah. For sort like, of a guy. For yeah. a Mexican cartel sort of a thing is what it looks like. Exactly. So he meets the girl of his dreams. They're getting married at the wedding. You know, he spills wine on his, you know, somebody, white. Yeah. He's bumps into him. red wine and somebody backs up and knocks into him and spills the wine. And so he goes off to the side to go try to like dab it off and get Clean it out of his, his clothes. And he turns around because he hears a little bit of a noise and, um everybody's puking blood and crying blood and like there's blood everywhere and everybody just dies and his bride is also dead. Also dies, yes. So he has taken this contract to kill somebody, but we don't know who he's there to to assassinate. Um, and he just happens to stumble upon... Ladybug. Ladybug. Who you can kind of see in the backstory the blonde hair the person yeah the person mm-hmm. who backs into him you can't see his face but you can tell it's ladybug by the hair but they do an additional flashback so once they show you that initial flashback of what happened at the wedding mm-hmm. then when they're in the fights and he ladybug recognizes that it was um he understands then at what who maria tells him she's like oh wait oh, yeah. that's the wolf that's well, that was the guy scene. that, yeah. That you infiltrated the wedding for. The, yes. yes. And it wasn't even for him. No. There was a his boss, the the Mexican cartel guy, the Who boss. He keeps calling, like, Mr. Subaru. And, something like, weird, yeah. And, and she it's keeps like, correcting yeah. him, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, so he was there for the boss, but he didn't do whatever killed everyone at this party. And, I mean, it was like... Every wedding guest and all of the bride, you know, the bride and all the attendants and everybody gets killed. And again, that goes back on his bad luck. Right. He's like, this this is why. This guy is here. Yes. So, you know, they fight. It's, It's an amazing fight. It's hilarious. And then the very last throw of the knife bounces off of the briefcase and hits him in the chest and the dagger is sticking out of his throat and he goes mi corazón and he kind of falls over he falls over and breaks his neck on the briefcase yes (laughs) it was fantastic (laughs) yes um so this is also not like the the wolf is in the book but the whole tragic backstory thing is not that's Um, too bad ladybug Came across the wolf getting ready to beat up three kids, like 10-year-old kids because they disrespected him or some bullshit. So he punches the wolf out and kicks him in the back of the head. And the wolf is pissed because it made him lose some back teeth. That's literally in the book. So that's why he's got a grudge. It's not a huge, like, you killed my bride, the love of my life. It's like, you made me lose a tooth. A little bit of a different story. Yeah, I can (laughs) see why they changed it. Yes. It is more exciting with a dead bride. Um, For sure. It was a beautifully shot scene. So now he's cleaned up. Ladybug has cleaned up the area. It's like this, you know, liquor cart and it's all clean. And he's he's still trying to get off this train. But the doors have, you know, closed yeah. again. It's and only he's a like, minute at each stop. We're moving on. He's like, all right, I'll get the next one. 
Right. So he hides the briefcase in a trash can, closes it up, it's cleans like everything up. It's a bar car. Yeah, it's the bar car. Yeah. He puts a bottle of liquor in the wolf's arms, puts a blanket over him to cover all the blood and bleeding, takes the knife out of him, and then, boom, we're looking at somebody else's story now. Yes. And we are on, I think, um, the prince. I think we're back to the prince. Um, let's see where I'm still... Well, then we go back to, so, um, and I may be skipping some stuff because I just could That's not fine. keep up with writing it all Let's down. Skip. Um, we also, just real quick, we have to mention, he real goes quick. through, your quick, quick, he goes through the kid's car. Which is fantastic. It's like an anime car and it's, Momomon mm-hmm. is the character. And so, like, you know, it's got all these trippy lights, like pink neon lights in it, and all of the chairbacks have Momomon's face on them, and there's, like, a literal giant-ass Momomon mascot walking around. And so, he runs into the mascot. And and she tries to hold his briefcase. Well, yeah, she grabs his briefcase. We assume it's a she, because it's pink and girly. Yep. Um grabs hold of his briefcase and won't give it back and he's kind of tugging on it and they're doing a little back and forth and then he just punches the mascot in the face and there's like a squeaker in the costume yeah he punches him and it's like yep and it and then they you know staggers around and falls down um so then this is where he is seen by lemon and tangerine Mm -hmm. or he's seen by tangerine not by lemon yes and he recognizes well he's he's seen by tangerine but then tangerine talks to the prince yes and it's like hey have you seen a guy with a briefcase and, and she's p- like oh, i think i saw a guy with glasses yes with the briefcase so he texts lemon watch out for a guy with glasses and right about that time ladybug is going by but he just wants to give the briefcase back he's like i'm done with this shit like i wasn't I don't want to kill anybody. That's This was supposed to be a snatch and, and go, like a grab it and go kind of thing. I'm not even right. supposed to be still on this train. Correct. So he's like, I don't want to get into this shit. I'm going to give him the briefcase back and get the fuck out of here. So then he finds Lemon and sits down with Lemon, but Lemon is in the quiet cart. Mm-hmm, the quiet cart. And they are having a discussion about, well, initially he says, you know, I have a gun. And that's a hilarious discussion. Yes. It's like a five minute, like, back and forth. What'd you yeah. say? I can't hear you. But you got to keep your voice down because it's, it's the, the quiet, quiet car. car. Yeah. And there's a woman who is a pure Karen who's like, shh. Yeah. She the whole time. glaring at him like, shh. And they're having, like, a, a full-out, like, you know, fight. And well, then first, Lemon thinks that that Ladybug killed White Death's son. Correct. He's blaming him for that because he has the briefcase. So well, he just assumes that he killed the son, too. Well, he, he tells Lemon that he wants to just give it back. And yeah. that's it. And Lemon's like, well, that would be all fine and dandy if you hadn't just killed someone. And so Lemon points at the dead body he kind of yeah he kind of like gestures with his no head. he he uses his hand does he point he I points he kind of just looked because ladybug no. thinks he's talking about the he, wolf he didn't even look over at the body he points oh. and when he points that's when ladybug was like well how'd you know about that and he's like well you're not so subtle man like yeah. there yeah. was blood like yeah. you're not being very subtle and uh so then they go back to like, well, how do I know that you're not just, you know, trying to pin this on me and get me killed or right. vice versa? Like, how is this a win-win for everybody? Because the way Ladybug frames it is, I give you the case back, I disappear, everybody's happy. Yeah. 
you've got the case, I'm out right. of the picture, everything's happy. Right. And he's yeah. like, well, how, how do we know that your boss isn't going to kill you? And he's like, my boss isn't going to kill me. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So they start to have like an actual physical fight in the train car, in the quiet car, which is hilarious because they're kind of trying to do it quietly and the Karen keeps turning around and, you know, shushing them and she's getting irritated. Um, and at one point, Lemon calls Ladybug diesel. Yeah. Which is a huge insult because all of the diesels in Thomas the Tank Engine are like assholes. Jerks. Yes. yes. And Ladybug is extremely offended by this. He's like, what? What do you mean I'm a diesel? Like, he gets real mad. Yes. Um, so then they're, they're still fighting. They end up in the other bank of seats where White Death's son is. Um, he starts to fall over onto Ladybug. So Ladybug kind of grabs him as Lemon is going to punch him. And Ladybug, or Lemon, Lemon punches. punches the White Death's son in the face. And he's, like, so mortified by it. It's hilarious. He's like, oh! <gasps> So, yes. And then the lady in the quiet car tells them that she's going to call the conductor if they don't get quiet. And he tells her to eat a bag of dicks, yeah. which I thought was the most amazing thing ever. Because it, and then he's Shiloh like, oh, always says that. Constantly, yes. Yep. So he ends up knocking Lemon out. Before he leaves, he puts sleeping powder in Lemon's water. Um, he is going to lemon. And his, at first, oh no. when he's putting the sleeping powder in, he's like kind of selective. And then he takes a look over at lemon, and lemon's <laughs> a bigger guy. And he's like, Yeah, never mind. And he just dumps in. the whole yeah. thing in there, closes up the water, and walks away. He's got, you know, he doesn't have the briefcase with him because he's stashed it into the trash can. Mm -hmm. He disassembles lemon's gun, hides it above with all the overhead storage, we'll mm -hmm. call it, and walks away. Yep. And at this point, um, Tangerine is on his way back to the cars. Yes. Where Lemon is. Yes. So Ladybug, um, kind of blocks the door. Ladybug needs a phone and he steals Lemon's phone. Yeah, because his phone got broken in the fight. Correct. So he steals Lemon's phone. Um. That's what protected his life when well. Wolf open the door and he attacks him he stabs him yeah and he gets right he in gets his ladybug's phone. phone but first ladybug has um wolf's phone he takes wolf's phone first yes and then wolf's phone gets broken in the fight with lemon so then he takes lemon's phone correct <laughs> so he's gonna like meanwhile he's calling maria the in whole between time yes everybody. like the whole time she's on the phone with him like trying to kind of coach him through she's it. like a narrator it's, of sorts it's funny um so he's he's trying to block this door, and he, like, rams a golf club through the door, which I'm like, is it really that easy to do? He's like, I'm MacGyvering this shit. Yeah, and then he piles a whole bunch of suitcases in front of it. So the suitcases are keeping, you know, when the door tries to slide open, the golf club hits the suitcases and keeps them from opening. But while he's doing that, there's, like, a an animal cage kind of a thing. And the door pops open on this cage, and a snake comes out. So this took me right back to Snakes on a Plane. It, me too. Yes. I was like, of, Jesus fucking Christ, here we go again. That's <laughs> not how you would transport a snake. No, it's <laughs> like, like a cat carrier. Yes, almost. I like, know. No, it would be in a bag, in a I know. styrofoam box. I a, know. Yeah, like, it, there's a whole different way. It, I worked at the zoo. That's not how you transport a snake. Right. And, <laughs> I, like, I literally, when I saw that, I was like, is there going to be, like, some sort of puppy? Or, like, what are we looking yeah, at I'm here? Like, mm, like I'm thinking happening? something cute, you yeah. know. And in Japan, it's cats. Cats and dogs. Like, yep. the cats are bigger than dogs there. But, you know, I'm like... 
trying to figure out what it is. And it's a fucking snake. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. God. Snakes on the plane. Yes. Tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Go on. In the book, there is a snake. It is not a... We don't... It it never says what kind of a snake it is. The assumption is that it's not a poisonous snake. And it's in more of like one of those plastic terrariums. That he accidentally... While he's looking through the luggage, he accidentally pops the lid off it and the snake immediately That's more believable. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, he's... You know, got the boom slang loose on the train. We find out that it causes internal bleeding. So we're like, oh, okay, that's what happened to White Death's son. Got bit by a snake or something. Some yes. kind of snake venom. Um, so then uh, Ladybug decides he needs a decoy. So this is where we meet Channing Tatum. It's fantastic. It's so fucking funny. So he's on the phone with Maria. And he's like... I got to find a way. I'm just getting off this train. I'm just going to grab the suitcase. She's like, you got the suitcase? And he's like, well, no, it's, you know, I've got it stashed away. I can just go grab it. And she's like, good, just go get it and get off at the next stop. And he's like, yep, that's what I'm doing. I'm going there. And he goes, oh, shit, the train conductor. He's like a fucking, uh, what does he call him? I can't remember, but he just pops up everywhere. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how he does it. He's just, he's just there all the time. So he like sits down really quick in one of the seats. And that's when he sees Channing Tatum. He's in the seat across from him. Right. And so he looks over at him and he's like, hey, brother, um, for $200. You want to make 200 bucks? Yeah. And Channing Tatum's like, uh, is this like, is this, is this like a sex, sex thing? Stuff? Is this sex stuff? And he's like. You can tell he's kind of into it. He, like, closes. He's reading a book. He, like, closes his book. He leans forward. It's just, like, sex He gets stuff. really close. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> and Ladybug is just like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's fine, too. What do you need, man? <laughs> so, yeah. So we don't really see what he's doing at that point in time. Um, then Prince has been watching all the to and fro with, you know, the briefcase and the guy, Tangerine and Lemon, going back and forth. So she goes and gets the suitcase. She finds the briefcase. I don't know how she just goes right to it and immediately finds it. Well, first she goes towards um, towards where Lemon and Tangerine are. She goes through that co- that cor- uh, cart, whatever it is, and yeah. she finds um, the dead son mm-hmm. of the wolf and she spits at him and yeah. slaps his face and puts his sunglasses back on and just walks away so then she immediately goes to the the booze cart yep yep <laughs> and that's where she car. the bar car and she sees you know the wolf the dead guy who's the dead dead guy right and she was like hmm like she just kind of looked at it and she you know looked at him and saw that he was dead and she starts going through the drawers there yeah. and the cabinets and stuff. And then that's where she finds the briefcase in the trash can, pulls it up, takes it back. And that's where she brings in Kimura, the father. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Into like a bathroom. Yes. And she's like, here, go through every combination on this briefcase until, until you, you get, get it open. open. And at this point, um, Tangerine has received a phone call that he needs to be outside of the cart and... Yeah, with proof of the briefcase and, and life. the sun. Yes. Yep. And so, you know, Lemon is like, well, shit, how are we going to do this? And Tangerine's like, well, I think we're going to do what we did, you know. Yeah, what we've done in the past. We're going to punch and Judy it. Yes, punch and Judy it. That's what he says. <laughs> yep. yep. So basically what that means is that uh, Lemon stays behind and mm-hmm. basically, um, what is that, Weekend puppets. at Bernie's. Yeah, he, he puppets the, the sun. 
So he's got his, he's like ducked down behind him. He's got his hand up the guy's sleeve and he's like pretending to wave. And and this was something that I made a mental note of. Um, you know, Tangerine gets off the train and lights a cigarette. That is a huge no-no in Japan. Yeah. Huge no-no. They have private smoking areas because you're not allowed to be in public. And like literally these rooms are like filtered and everything. So that way you are not creating any kind of secondhand smoke. They are so on point wow with secondhand smoke it like they are you will get a huge ticket for smoking out in public and so that to me was i was like that's not accurate and then i liked what tangerine said to them and he's like well i'm not out here dressed like i'm from an 80s rock band (laughs) like yeah 80s punk something yeah because all of these guys are in the big sunglasses with the gold leather chains, jackets, leather jackets with yeah. the spikes, and yeah, it's a whole. You thing. got a red leather jacket and a black leather jacket yep. and a purple leather jacket. And I was like, spikes oh everywhere. My God. And yeah, it's it's pretty Michael Holding Jackson. Back, it's totally and, bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. So they, you know, they're like, "Well, where's Lemon?" And he's like, "He's inside with the briefcase." And they show, you know, here's the here's the sun waving through the window. Well, he's a lively fellow, isn't he? Yeah, he's a lively chap, isn't he? So. As they're, you know, he's like, okay, and the train's leaving, I gotta get on by. So he gets on, and Lemon, like, drops the body. Yes, and it falls before, forward. Before the, the train can pull out, he drops the body, and it falls forward. And so you can see the guy waiting at the station, like, getting on the phone. Um, and we're out of so, wine, officially. Yeah, that I'm pretty sad. Yeah. Um... Kimura gets the case open, all kinds of money and gold bars in it. Um, it's supposed to be Prince, $10 million, and this yes. is where Prince is then putting a bomb in there. Yeah, she booby-traps the case, so when it opens, it's going to explode. This is where she explains how the gun is also booby-trapped that will explode when it's fired, and that's how he's, you know. She's going to use him as a patsy to get the gun to the White Death, so when the White Death tries to shoot him, the gun's going to blow up and kill him. Um, then we find out that the Hornet... Who, is also on the train. Uh, yes, is another killer who's also on the train who uses boomslang poison to kill people. So then we're like, aha, sh- the Hornet killed the White Death son. And we find this out because at this point, um, Ladybug is, he realizes that the briefcase is missing. And uh-huh. so he, you know, takes the blanket off of the wolf, starts going through his uh, jacket again, finds the envelope that he found earlier but didn't open opens it up and he sees who the wolf's target was and that was the hornet and when he looks at the pictures he recognizes the hornet as the pastry chef at as the pastry chef at his at the, at the wolf's, wolf's wedding. wedding so the the hornet also killed all of those people <laughs> at the wolf's wedding right and he just happened to be there so again you know making place, kind of time, yes, bad luck. yes exactly so yeah. then he's like well you know where the fuck is this person yeah and he comes to you you know you flash away and the um the attendant is coming to the big squishy momo whatever yeah. and she's like oh my god are you okay and she you know punches her and takes her out and then all of a sudden the attendant who is no longer the attendant it's not the same girl walks through and you look at her and well, it is yeah. the hornet you can see the momomon mascot takes off the head yes and it's the hornet and she's like god damn it's hot in there right yes um so did i miss that part 
I don't know. It doesn't anyway. matter. We got, we're, we are way behind. We're yeah, 53 we're, minutes this, in. This movie has so much happening, you guys. It's insane. Um, so, uh, Tangerine sees Ladybug. They get into a fight. Um, they're like in the little kitchen section of the train. The snack girl comes in <laughs> and it's really funny because they're just like chilling and uh, Ladybug is like, hey, can I get a, can I get a water? No, no, not a regular one. Can I get a sparkling water? And she gives him the water. And then he's like, oh, I gave all my money to that guy to pretend to be me. And so he has Tangerine pay for his water. And Tangerine does it. Um, and then he's, like, chugging the water. And Tangerine's just like, what the fuck, dude? Um, so then they start fighting again. Um, this part, this part annoyed me. They're fighting in the, like, I guess the back of the train, um, and Tangerine has, is, like, choking Ladybug out, and so Ladybug punches the emergency exit button, blows the door off of the side of the train. They both fly out and are hanging on, Ladybug's hanging onto a seatbelt, Tangerine is hanging onto Ladybug's legs, and then they manage to drag themselves back into the train, which, if it's going... 270 miles an hour their asses are gone they're not going to be able to hang on they just aren't right but it's a movie i know um so you know then of course tangerine is eternally grateful for a ladybug saving his life he's still kind of annoyed by him because tangerine is just that kind of person yeah um and does that happen before or after his interaction with the hornet I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I think it is. I'm trying to look and see. Because I feel like I it's, it's after. Yes. So no, it's before the Hornet. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. So then, yeah. you know, he he finds the Hornet. You know, she's now dressed as an attendant. She, you know, starts. He recognizes her as the pastry chef at the Wolf's wedding blah 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 they start fighting the together and then um she pulls out i love the i loved that fight because she pulls out this syringe and mm-hmm. he's dodging this syringe and then all of a sudden she just drops it like yeah. and it lands on his hand but the plunger is not pushed down yeah and so then he picks it up and stabs it into her neck pushes the plunger down and he says well 30 seconds we're both gonna be dead how about that and then she pulls out the anti-venom yeah. and then just- he pushes it into his own neck yeah she grabs it and tries to inject herself and he grabs his hand and just or she he grabs her hand and jams it into his neck and pushes it and then he, he's like well you got another one right she's like no he's like how could you be so unprepared to only have one so she starts dying and he's like can i know, get you anything yeah, you need some you water like you, you want me to hold, me your, to hold hand? your hand yeah like yeah it's funny um, but also, during this time, the White Death calls back personally and says that he needs to see the suitcase and Tangerine and Lemon off the train at the next stop. They're still going to the end stop, but if he doesn't see them off the train with the briefcase, everybody on that train is going to die. So going back to that fight where now Tangerine is super grateful for uh, Ladybug, then, you know, they're talking about it and he's like, well, Ladybug says to Tangerine, well, do they even know what Lemon looks like at this point? No, they don't. So they grab a random suitcase and Ladybug pretends to be Lemon. They both get off the train at the next stop and, you know, Tangerine is really, he's given the spiel, okay, now we're both here. You know, here's the, here's the, briefcase it's safe everything's good now 
can I please be going back to my business? And that's when Ladybug lifts up the suitcase and he's like, yeah, we got it all under control. And he's like, you know, because he asks, well, did yeah, you open like, it? Did you open it? And he's like, no, we didn't even have the combination. It's totally safe. We haven't even looked at it. And so, you know, then Ladybug is like, yeah, see, it's totally safe. And he just runs his hand across the combination thing. It's one of those little number things. And the whole suitcase falls out. Dildos and bras. Yeah, dildos and bras everywhere. And it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) So Ladybug makes it back on the train. Tangerine is running along behind it. uh, And he jumps onto the back of it. Um, Lemon drinks the water. He starts talking to Prince. He's asking if she's seen the the case. And she says, no, she hasn't seen the briefcase. She's with Kimura, and she's calling him uncle um, as a dodge. But Lemon realizes as he walking, he's walking away that she called it a briefcase and he never said what kind of a case it was. And since it's on a train, everybody would just assume a suitcase. So he knows that she's a diesel. Um, and as he's saying that, she they, they break into fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she is like, no, no, no. He's my the one I'm, I'm saying is my uncle is the bad guy. He's yeah. the one making me he's do all this stuff. Me. And he's forcing me, and, you know, as she's crying, he's like, damn, I love those white girl tears. Right. Like, I'm I can't stop it. i white girl tears. Right. <laughs> uh, it was really great banter. Um, and then, you know, long story short, you know, she, he shoots the father, and then she ends up shooting him, but he, you know, and they, they're just locked. She locks him in the bathroom. Yep. She locks both of them in the bathroom. The father yeah. and Lemon they, they, are now locked in the bathroom. Yeah. Lemon is presumably dead at this point. And they the father are. is... They're yeah. both presumed dead at yes. this point. Mm-hmm. And so she just locks them. And it looks like piano wire and a spool that she uses to kind of like, lock yeah, it from the outside. Yeah, lock the bathroom door from the outside. And so she picks up, you know, her stuff and she just walks away. And, and now we're back to... Um, Ladybug at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, this is where, um, this is where we, Ladybug and Hornet have the fight. Um, we find out that the Hornet was, she wants the briefcase because she was promised that ransom money for killing White Death's son. And Ladybug is like, damn, that's some dark shit. <laughs> you're promised the ransom money from saving the sun to kill the sun. So, um, they start fighting again in the bar card cart. And that's where all of the, you know, thing we already talked about happens. He um, cleans it up and he puts her body right next to the wolf's body. And like they just kind of look like yeah. they're drunk and passed out off to the side there. Um, she calls him a bitch a lot. Yes. In this fight. Like every other sentence, she's calling him a bitch, which I was like, girl, find another Find another name. Yeah. It's old. Um, so then Tangerine finds Lemon. We're like not even halfway through I the know. movie. Yeah. Finds Lemon. He's sad. Um, White Death knows what's going on, that, that his son is dead and the case is menacing. He's going to kill everybody at Kyoto. Um, he's bought all the tickets for the rest of the way there, so there's nobody on the train um, except for, you know, the couple of people, um, Prince and... Tangerine and Lemon and Ladybug and Kimura, who's dead and whatever. And Prince is the only one that Ladybug hasn't really had any true encounters with. And this is the next part where he does encounter her. Mm -hmm. Yes, so Tangerine first meets up with Prince. 
Um, and, you know, she's pulling her scared, innocent teenager act. Well, because just before that, Tan uh, Tangerine had found the bodies of the father and Lemon. And yes. he does this really emotional exchange where he takes his gold chain off and puts it on Lemon's body. And then he walks away angrily. And that's when he sees um, the prince. Yes. And she's, she's playing her lost little girl act again. Um, and so he almost lets her go. But as she walks by him... There is a diesel sticker stuck to the back of her coat. And so Tangerine is like, bitch, yep. you killed Lemon. And she's he's getting ready to shoot her. And um, Ladybug, walks, Ladybug in. walks in. And what he sees is Tangerine about to shoot a teenage girl. So they start wrestling for the gun. And Tangerine gets shot in the neck. And he dies. Um, so... Uh, Prince is, you know, keeps pulling this innocent little girl act because it works really well for her. And so she's, oh, you got to save me. Help me. I can't be by myself. And he's like, yeah, great. Let's go. We're going to get off at the next exit. So he gets off. Her bag gets stuck on a seat or something and she can't get it off. And she's like, no, please don't leave me by myself. And so he gets back on and once again misses his chance to get off the fucking train. Then the grandfather um, gets on, Kimura, Kimura's grandfather, or and this, father. And the stop, that particular stop was the only one that was kind of outdoors, mm -hmm. and it was very foggy, and the platform was completely empty except for this one man with a cane, and this is the grandfather um, who gets on. And they in the movie, they kept calling him Elder. Yeah, the Elder. The Elder. Yeah. And uh, so he gets on, and that's when, you know... The prince is talking to Ladybug, and she says something, and the elder hears her say, you know... Be honest. She says, be honest. And he has heard her say that because he called Kimura earlier, and she's telling Kimura to be honest about what's going on. Yes. So he heard that, and he recognized that it's her. Um, then Ladybug... Sticks his hand, bends over. I can't remember exactly what he does. But he reaches down and the boom slang is there and bites the fuck out of him. And he is just like, he's he just starts running around and he's got the snake he's, all over he's him. He's wrapped and, around his arm and it just keeps on biting him. And, you know, this is where the elder and the prince are having this in-depth conversation. And, you know, she's like, well, too bad your son and your grandson are both going to be dead now. And he's like, you think I would leave my grandson Somebody tried to murder Unattended. my grandson, and you think I didn't, you think leave I would leave him unprotected? Yeah. So then it cuts to the hospital, and you see the hitman going in to kill Wataru, um, and the nurse, there's a nurse who had just walked by, and she walks in and puts a bag over his head, and then slits his throat, right there in the hospital room. And she's this little itty-bitty... Adorable yes. Asian woman, yes, in her little white outfit. With, with the little white, white cap yeah, and like everything, the yeah. the classic new, uh, nurse, nurse outfit. Um, during all this time, Ladybug is running around frantically with this snake wrapped around his arm, and he goes into the bathroom with the smart toilets that he had been talking to Maria about earlier. Oh my gosh, hilarious. And, <laughs> and he puts the snake in the toilet. And he writes on the toilet, snake, do not open. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes back out and, you know, um, this is where 
he and well because at this point the prince has gotten upset and she's walked away yeah, and she's she just left. gone yeah and so the old man is sitting there by himself and ladybug comes up and he sits down and the old man is like are you okay and he's like oddly enough i've already had a dose of antivenom so yeah, yeah i think okay. so <laughs> i think yeah. so and he's and like moving his hand yeah. like maybe maybe he's kind of just laying with his hand with his head on the table like moving his hand like yeah think i am okay and this is where we get the backstory of what a ladybug is and mm-hmm. like shiloh said that happened at the beginning of the book rather than at the end of the movie because we're coming towards the end of the movie it's not Kinda. quite there yet yeah Still a lot going on there is so um to catch you up at this point you know presumably dead is lemon mm-hmm. uh tangerine mm-hmm. and the father mm-hmm. then we find out through the elder that the father is not dead no yeah He's like, nah, nah, he's alive, he's fine. He's fine, right. <laughs> um, so at this point then... We also find out that the Elder was part of Minigishi's crime family, like way high up in the crime family. And he and warned so, him. Yes, he warned him about the White Death. He didn't listen. The White Death over, overthrew Minigishi and all of his people. He also attacked uh, the Elder's family and like burned their house. The wife mm-hmm. died, the son lived. So that's kind of his backstory, why he wants to get back at the White Death. Um, yes, so we find out that Kimura and Lemon are both still alive. Um, we also find out that Prince is actually the White Death's daughter. Um, she wants him to, this is, they've gotten to the station, White Death has gotten on the train. Yes. Um, she wants him to, like, see her for who she is, and, like, apparently she's just been overlooked her whole life. Whereas her brother has been. She's like, that asshole was worthless. You need me. I'm like you. Yes. You know, and he's like, yeah, I know, but you're not part of my plan. So she has a gun. She's going to shoot him. He takes the gun. It's, of course, the booby-trapped one. And he's like, you know, she's like, fine, just fucking shoot me. Yeah, so he does the bang-bang, and then he just kind of takes the gun and walks away. Right. Like, doesn't do anything with her, just leaves her. Yep. Um, And then also, this is where, you know, outside of the track, you know, all of his men have ladybug and the suitcase Uh and they are you know talking to him and he's like you know he was explaining to well i guess the white death is explaining to ladybug what is going on and like why he called all of them there and this is where you find out that the white death really wanted to have um the other guy Carver. Carver yeah, there. He thinks that Ladybug is Carver. He got them all on this train because he's paying all of these people. He's playing he's paying yeah. the Hornet. He's paying Ladybug. He's paying Lemon Tangerine and Tangerine. And Lemon. Like all of them, but they're all at odds. And so Ladybug's like, what the hell are you doing? And so there's this whole elaborate backstory about how White Death's wife got killed in a car accident, but it was actually an assassination attempt, and they all play a part in it because Blah, 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 reasons, Someone reasons. did someone, something, yeah. something, something. He had to be somewhere else. It was supposed to be him in the car, but it was his wife because he had to be out of the country dealing with what Tangerine and Lemon did. And um, the son got killed because she was on her way to bail him out of trouble, even though he told her not to. And Carver... He should have disposed of his son long beforehand yes. and 
Carver is the one who who crashed into his wife's car, car. and yes. ultimately killed her. Which Carver is a five second cameo of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, yes. and it's hilarious because he literally takes off his helmet and he looks at the camera, and it's amazing because yeah. it's Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds, yeah, he's always good. Good TV. Mr. Reynolds, if you're listening, big fan. Love you. Big Love fan. You. You're I amazing. I thought so much of Free Guy with Channing Tatum, too. Yes. Like that whole thing. Yes. It's like, ooh, Bree City, itchy kitty. <laughs> um, so yes. then that's when so he Ladybug's wants them all to like. Kill each other, is yeah. Basically, yes. And Ladybug's like, no, 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 no. He called out sick. Yeah. I'm his replacement. I'm Armor's not him. Stomach thing. Like it's not me. And then in the mean, meanwhile, these two guys are trying to figure out. Like they're trying to debate on whether or not to open up the suitcase. Yeah, that was a whole funny little side scene. They're He's like, like, you think these masks are going to protect us, man? It's probably no. an explosive in the suitcase. It's going to blow us up. If it was so safe, why didn't he open it? Yeah. So they end up opening the suitcase, and there's a big explosion. Um, they've all made, they've all kind of gotten together, all the remaining ones on the train. So um, the Elder, Kimura, Lemon, and Ladybug. Before this, they're like, we got to have a plan. We're coming up on the White Death. We got to know what we're going to do. Lemon's not dead because he was wearing a bulletproof vest, and yes. it was the sleeping powder that Ladybug had put into the water. And the cameo on the water bottle is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That was my favorite. That's a good one. Um, yes, so... Lemon, Lemon is now driving the train. Lemon is sneaking up front to drive the train so they can get out of there. Um, so the bullet train is running wild because Lemon doesn't know how to drive it. Um, there's... Uh, White Death's men are all over. White Death is on the train fighting with the Elder. Everybody's fighting. Um... It's really quite an exciting fight scene. Yes, there's um, a lot going on. Long story short... None of this is in the book. <sighs> Just from here on out, from Lemon being alive, none of it is in the book. None. Okay. I'm okay with that. The train does not run away. Well, the train runs away and goes out of control. And uh, Ladybug is set to take control of the train while Lemon takes control of some fighting. And they're going back and forth and yada, yada, yada. Lemon ends up flying out the side of the door into a river. And the train continues to go on. And... It goes off the tracks after hitting another train, and another, that train yeah, goes on top of train. it. Yeah, yeah, it was like this whole crazy thing. Yeah, and then it like lands. It ends up being in this city. Yeah, and you know it, the train is done, and pretty much the only people who have survived at this point are the White Death and some of his crew and um, Ladybug. Ladybug and White and Death are outside. He's still alive. Yeah, and Kimura, as it turns out. Right. And also the prince. Yes, um, but we don't so, know that yet. Yeah, we, we haven't seen the prince in quite a, uh, a little while. Since her dad's humiliation. Right. And so anyways, you know, here he is. He's standing outside and he's like, you're going to fucking die. That's it. We're done. Old school fashion, you know, Russian roulette, blah, blah, blah. Nothing is working. And then he grabs the gun that his daughter had rigged and he shoots it and of course the bullet backfires and shoots him and half of his his face is fucking gone pretty amazing and he falls down and they're like whoa what happened there awesome sweet cool then all of a sudden a car drives up and you know it is no it's first it's um prince comes out with a fucking machine gun right and she's i mean completely insane at this point she's like he's dead i'm the white death now and then all of a sudden Go ahead. A, a very colorful uh, truck flies by and hits her. And, you know, the truck has limes and lemons and oranges on tangerines, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big crate of tangerines falls off the back. Right. And so then he's like, oh, okay, cool. 
great. Uh, and, you know, this is Father, the Elder, and uh, Ladybug all together. Mm -hmm. uh, father and Elder go off and do their thing. Mm -hmm. Ladybug starts walking down the hill. The car pulls up, and who, lo and behold, it's Maria, Maria. Coming to save him. And so they're walking back to the car, and he's like, wow, great car. And she's like, don't even look at it. This is, you know, brand new car. I got a banana for you. Don't worry about it. And then the telephone pole crashes on the car. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then we also see there's, like, a little backstory yes. that Lemon survived again. Um, he comes out of the river. River. He shoots the guy that fell out of the train with him. Um, pulls over walking. a truck. He pulls over a truck that's got lemons and tangerines all over the sides of it and jacks it. And he is driving the van that hits the prince. And he sees the prince and he's like, oh, hell no. And yeah. he just runs her runs ass her over. Runs her ass over. Yep. Yes. So it was mostly true to the book. Mostly. But there were some big changes. Except um, for the last 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. The whole runaway train thing did not happen. Um, in the book, the elder has a wife. There's a grandma as well as a grandpa. And they were both assassins when they were younger, and they hmm. gave it up when they had kids. When yeah. Kamara is born, but they figure out what's going on, and so they both get geared up and get on the train. And they are actually the ones who take the the prince down, and they they shoot her. But or, well, it's a him in the book, but not to kill, just to incapacitate, because they're going to take him and torture him to death, basically, is what they're going to do. So does Maria play a bigger role in the book? She plays about the same role. I mean, he, he does definitely talk to Maria, like, the whole time throughout I, the movie. I was just wondering, because with the original title being Maria Beetle, then, like, you yeah. know, maybe I, she would have played a bigger yeah, role. Yeah, she's, like, just, like, kind of the narrator the whole way through, kind okay. of. You know, she's the, the, the whatever. So Bullet Train is the better yes, option. Yes, it works, name. yes. Um, there was a whole other subplot with two more, um, one handler and one other assassin, that they are the ones protecting Wataru mm. in the hospital. Um, so they are the ones who take down the guy that is going to kill him. Uh, so let's Prince's see. hitman. Yes. Um, Hornet in the book is actually two people. Hmm. And Hornet, like, there's the girl Hornet who wasn't, a mascot, she was actually the snack cart attendant the whole time. She kills White Death's son, and then the conductor in the book was actually the male hornet, and he kills, not White Death, because White Death doesn't exist, he kills Minigishi at the station. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Well, I think we should probably wrap up. Is there anything? Carver doesn't exist. Oh, well, then they yeah. made that part just for Ryan Reynolds. Well, yeah, as they should. Um, Lemon died the first time he got shot. There was no bulletproof vest. None of that other stuff ever happened. Um, yeah, this is actually part of a trilogy. The Assassin's Trilogy, the first book, is called Grasshopper in English. It's three assassins in Japan. It was also made into a movie in 2015. It's a Japanese movie. And then um, I think Axe is the third book, but I had a really hard time because every time I would look up the Three Assassins trilogy, they would talk, of course, about Bullet Train, mm. and then they would talk about Grasshopper, and that was all they talked about. They didn't really talk about a third movie. So I started going through his books and reading the synopsis to try and figure out which, which one, one was. Which one was number three? And I think it was Axe, but I'm not sure. So that's all I got. Awesome. There you go. Um, so I'm going to rate this at a 2.5. Really? The yes. movie? Why? I did not enjoy it. Really? 
Totally. I loved it. I love it. was good, but I feel like it was like a, I feel like it was a knockoff. Like, I feel like it was good, but it just wasn't, I felt like the book was probably better. Like, when I watched oh, it, yeah, I was, it was like, for sure. I was like, eh. It was entertaining. Know. I mean, you could, you know, it, it followed close enough that I wasn't pissed completely off. pissed off. Right. Like, some of them I am. Um, I just found it entertaining. I really love those kind of ensemble movies anyway. I think we know that with Knives Out and things like yes. that. Especially with well, a I lot of too. really good actors and a lot of stuff happening. I, I had think that's high hopes, really fun. And I think that's where I that's where I felt like I was let down. Because I had, you know, all these actors. I feel like Brad Pitt did a phenomenal oh, job. So good. I feel like, you know... Uh, Channing Tatum did a great job. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, it was a cameo. tiny role, but it was a very uh, impactful role. Like, I mean, it it, it left an, it left something on me. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll remember, remember that, that role, that. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I liked Lemon. I liked Tangerine. You know, I just feel like it kind of. I don't know. I really it, liked it. Let it let me down. Up until that last let me bit down. where they totally changed everything, I really liked it. it let so me I'm going to give it three and a half. All right. And what about the wine? Um, I'm gonna give that a three and a half as well. I, it was good. I would drink it again, but it's not my favorite. I'm gonna agree with you. Three and a half. Yep. All right. So what are we gonna do next week? Continuing our movies based on books. Should we do our really long one and get it out of the way? The long duel or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, we can do that. The final duel. Yeah. What's I don't it know. The final whatever duel it is. or something about a duel. Something duel. I've got a book. I've got the book. I gotta read it. I didn't want to read it, and until it's a after short story. This. That's the that's the funny thing. Really? Yeah. You, the book that you should, the last duel, the last duel, the last duel by yeah. Eric Jagger. Jagger? I don't know how to say it. J A G E R. Like Mick Jagger. No, yeah. Just, uh-huh. Only one G though. But yeah, I mean, like, look at that. The last duel. That's like a teeny tiny book compared but it's to probably like that teeny tiny print too. Unless it's like the bullet train, and then you're like, "What was this? Four pages?" Yeah. <laughs> this is a real short story. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we can do that one next. That's cool. We gotta save the luckiest girl alive till the end, though, because I still haven't got the book in. It's on hold at the library, so I'm waiting for it to come in. I've got the audio book if you want it. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I can't do audio. You so know that. Good. I can't. So good. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks guys for hanging around. Um, Three Shows in a Book is brought to you by Three Shows in a Book production, done in my house. There it is. <laughs> Woohoo! There it is, guys. And we will talk at you next time. There you Find go. us in all the places. Please Thanks, do. Thanks, guys. Love ya, especially Germany. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.